Hello, and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce, and here we talk everything life. So, I have another nemesis. It's not my arch nemesis, like dishes, but it's another nemesis, and probably a lot of you are going to be able to relate to this one. It's the fridge. I have such good intentions. Anytime I put anything into that thing, I want it to be, this is what my, this is what my intention is. My intention is for it to be well organized, where all the food is fresh and yummy looking and accessible and that we're eating like fresh produce and ingredients for meals are readily available and nothing is expired and nothing is rotting. The reality mm, looks very different. There is always, and I am not exaggerating when I say this, always something rotting in my fridge. Now, sometimes, most of the time, the rot is contained to a container. Um, I have done... <clears throat> Let's just take a moment of sadness for this. I have broken one of the most sacred rules of womanhood, motherhood, and kitchen etiquette. I have actually taken Tupperware out of the fridge with something rotten in it and thrown it in the garbage because it is that far gone. That I'm going no amount of cleaning or scrubbing or anything is ever going to get that stain slash smell out of that plastic. And I'm trying to be better. I'm really trying to be better. And like everything that I'm trying to be better in, I'm not trying to go from zero to 60 in the first try. I am not trying to go from something is always looking sad and rotting in my fridge to everything is perfect. Because it is that mentality that needs to be chucked in the garbage. And anytime you find that mentality creeping its way into your life, your thoughts, your opinions, other people's opinions, it needs to be chucked in the garbage. That is not how we get better at stuff. We do not go from being totally crappy at something to totally amazing at something in one fail swoop. That doesn't happen. It really doesn't. And putting that kind of pressure on us that, okay, I'm going to start from today and be perfect at this. No, you're not. You're really not. So take it slow. I'm taking it slow. Here are some of the things so far that are working for me. Um, and some of them are going to surprise you because they're not to make my bad habit better. It's to make the outcome of it better. If that makes any sense. Let me, let me explain. So for example, a lot of times I leave produce in the produce drawer and or drawer, not jar in the produce drawer until it is soft and yucky and oozing. We know what, the, you know what I'm talking about. The cucumber 
the peppers. Um, and then, of course, we know what happens. The drawer is all yucky, right? And then we have to take this big plastic drawer out of our fridge and wash it. And, and so it's just a whole thing. So when we find something yucky in there, it's not just like we find something yucky and we get to toss it in the garbage and then just move on with our lives. No, it becomes this now huge bloody chore that we are usually discovering right as we're making, you know, morning lunches or making supper. Sometimes when we don't have this huge moment of time to clean, here's my solution. So I do a couple of different things. First of all, I line my produce drawers with towels. Not paper towels because, you know, in... For those of you who have listened to me long enough on the on the Mama Mentor podcast, you know I'm an environmentalist. So I am not about like single use products. And I have been I've been like this long before it was popular. Long before it was popular. So just so if you're going to try this and this is you know, maybe you have an abundance of towels of tea towels. Um, a tea towel, by the way, is that towel you use in your kitchen to dry your hands. You hang it over the stove or on the fridge, depending on what era you grew up in. Um, that's what I'm talking about. That's the towel I'm talking about. So if you don't have any of those towels, go down to your nearest dollar store and grab enough of them that you can do each of the drawers that you need to put them in twice because that way you if you can replace them all and have one in the wash so you can have one in and one one in the fridge and one in the wash so luckily for me I had just when I started doing this I just had replaced all my tea towels um because like I said like we don't use paper towel in my house so we have um we have cloths that are um like kitchen cloths that are just for wiping up spills like so if something spills on the floor or something you know you're you spilt an egg on the floor or you spilt ketchup on something or whatever that it's that those so they tend to get stained um then we have the dish cloth that we you know that's for wiping off your counters and your and your table and all that kind of stuff and then we have a tea and then we have tea towels and that's for like drying our hands and drying our dishes when on the very rare time that something we've just washed, we want to dry and use it. Then we have the tea towel or to dry our hands. Those also can, they can wear out because I, I change them out like every day, every second day. So I have several of them. So I had just changed over to, um, I honestly got the Norwex ones. I got the Norwex, um, counter cloths. I got the Norwex dish cloths and I got the Norwex tea towels. And so the other tea towels that I had, I put them in my fridge. So I line the drawers of the produce drawers, like the, you know, there's the three drawers. So I line them all with the tea towels. And what this does is it gives you the chance to not have to wash out your whole drawer every time something goes awry because those dish towels are pretty absorbent. So they'll be gross. Not going to lie, they'll be gross. Um, Because if something rots on them, you're going to throw the rotty thing in the garbage and then you're going to take this yucky dish towel and go put it in. Ideally, you're going to put it in, if you've listened to my laundry issue, 
or laundry episode, you are going to hear about the laundry system where in your laundry room, you are going to have a specific basket that is for cleaning cloths and dishcloths and tea towels. And this is where that is going to go. It's going to go in there um, so that you can wash it. But then you can just immediately throw another towel in there and then it's good to go. Um, so that's the first thing I tried and it worked well. Um, but, but I find that sometimes that I put like more than one category of food in a drawer. And so sometimes you get something that rots and it's going to touch something that's not rotting and rot it. So to do that, I have also now put in, and I got these from the dollar store. If you don't have a Dollarama, I don't know what you guys have in the States. I think you guys have we have Dollar Tree up here, but when I watch people on YouTube and they go to the Dollar Tree, their Dollar Trees look a whole lot better in the United States than it does in um, than it does in Canada. So in Canada, we have Dollarama, which is spot on, chef's kiss. Love them. Love them. Um, and in the States, I would try Dollar Tree or... Yeah, I would try Dollar Tree. And I don't know what in the UK you would try. Um... I'm trying to think. I want to say Marks and Spencer, but I'm not sure. Um, anyways, at Dollarama. So I got these, and they are fridge things. Like, So it's not like I took something and just turned it into a fridge thing. So they're these clear plastic bins, and they're kind of rect... They come in a square, they come in small rectangles or big rectangles. And so I got those and put them in the drawer. So like I can have like my cucumbers in one and then like my peppers in another and then I can you know maybe tuck a bag of carrots down the side of the two containers so now I've got three things in this one drawer but they're all separate so they're not going to spread the rot um, the other nice thing about those bins is that should you find like let's see my my uh, cucumbers rotted and let's be honest that's what's rotting let's be honest when you buy a cucumber you either buy not enough or enough that one of them is rotting. That's the only multiples they sell them in. You can buy one or three. One is not going to be enough. Three is going to be enough that at least half of that third one, if not the whole third one, is going to rot. Don't know why they, I don't know why they don't sell them in packs of two. Um, and we're not going to buy two single ones because two single ones cost as much as three. So we would, we would rather buy the three pack and pray that it won't rot. Dream of reasons why we're going to eat a third cucumber when we know damn well we're not going to. Then to pay for just two. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so the nice thing about that is that like, okay, so let's say I'm, I'm getting, I, I'm thinking I'm going to make a salad to go with supper. And so I, so I open the drawer and I, and I go to the cucumber and I'm like, oh, I thought these were fresh. They're not, they're squishy. They're a little wet on the bottom. I can now take that whole bin and it's not even that big and they're so cheap. Like they were like $2 and they're, they're not squishy. They're kind of like, if you tap on the, they look, they, they look like they would be a fridge accessory. Like, you know, when you have the butter and the cheese thing in the door of your fridge and you tap on it and it makes that sound, these bins, if you tap on it, it makes the same sound. So they look like it came with your fridge. But now I can just take that whole bin out. I can dump the cucumbers into the garbage and then I can quickly just um, wash out the bin, a little soap and water, um, put it in the dish rack or dry it out depending on where you are 
emotionally on that drying things spectrum and then it can go right back into the fridge and so those i found that are are really good they're also really good for so i use them in my produce bins and they're really good if you've got like a meat and cheese bin too you can put like you know like your um you could do like sliced cheeses in one and deli meats in another one and then maybe you have like baby bells and you could do that um on my shelves in my um fridge i also have them on the shelves for a couple different things they are really good for wrangling small things that you put in your fridge um my son loves to eat those individual apples applesauce things and yogurt drinks like those um i think who makes them you play is it Yo no it's activia activia strawberry banana smoothie things so um so when i buy them you know when you take them out of the cardboard then there's these little rolly bottles and so i have a bin that i put them all in so that they're on the shelf in the fridge so he just kind of slides out the little bin takes one out slides back in same with the and i've got one for i, I he likes the applesauce cups i like the peaches so we each have like the, that so on a shelf we've got three of these little bins lined up that have all of our little stuff that if you just stack those in the fridge they're going to get knocked over they're going to fall out of the fridge they're going to get lost at the back but these keep them really accessible, organized, and so we can easily find them when we're going to need them. We can easily see if we're running out and need to put them on the grocery list. So they're, these bins are great for that. Um, and again, if something spills, like let's say an applesauce breaks open or peaches breaks open, it's not all over the shelf on the fridge. So you can take, you know, it, like if, it, if the peaches broke, one of the peaches broke, I can take and wipe out all the other peaches, stack them on the counter, clean out the bin, dry it out and put them all back in and toss the one that broke. But my whole fridge isn't messy. Like it's not leaked onto the shelf and then dripped down to the shelf below and then into the drawer underneath it. We've all been there. We've all had that happen. And so they're super, super helpful. Um, the other thing that I use it for is anything that's going to be drippy in my fridge. Like, so I have a bin like that. It's usually, it, it's not always got something in it because what I use it for is to thaw my meat in. So I will take the meat out of the freezer and put it in this bin in the fridge to thaw my meat in. So that as it thaws and you know how it gets juicy and drippy and sometimes it leaves a mess on the shelf in your fridge, that doesn't happen. So then when it's time to cook the meal, I take the whole bin out of the fridge, you know, get my meat started, wash out the bin, put it in the drying rack. I don't dry things. So it stays in the drying rack till it's dried and then it's replaced into the fridge. So that's some of the ways that I contain the potential for a mess is line the drawers with towels, and I've got these clear bins that I got from the dollar store. And I've got like, I think I've got two square ones and three skinny rectangles and three big rectangles. And I, and I have lots of room in my fridge and you can use them for anything. Um, actually, I think I might have a few more because I have, oh, cause you know what the other thing I do? So <laughs> you'll love this. 
So anytime we do get fast food, my son always wants chicken strips. That's what he wants. I have had two sons that every time we go, it's always just chicken strips and fries. He doesn't like dipping sauce in it though, but they always want, but they're always asking what kind of dipping sauce. And I always want the sweetens. And I, so I say sweet and sour because I'm not getting chicken strips, but I always say sweet and sour because here's the thing. I save those dipping packets for that when I make um, chicken strips at home that I'm going to eat, I want to dip something. I want to dip into the sweet and sour so then I have the dip. So I also have a little container for those. I also have one of those little bins for those, for all those little things that you might keep. Um, another thing too is, I don't know if you guys all grew up like this, but you know, or have seen people do this. I grew up like this. I see people do this. I, um, I'm not really sure. This just must be how they know. I'm not sure why this became a thing. I've stopped it being a thing in my house. When I say I'm going to clean the fridge, if you listen to my bathroom episode, you know where I'm going with this. I don't clean it all at once. Newsflash, you don't have to. There's no rule. There's no place in your instruction manual for your fridge that says to qualify as a clean fridge, you have to take everything out of your fridge, wipe out the entire interior, all drawers and bins and door and walls and shelves and everything, and then systematically wipe everything as you put it back into place. And that's what qualifies as a clean fridge. That's not written down anywhere. But somewhere along the line, somebody started doing that and it became an epidemic. And that became the only way that we thought of as our fridge being clean. And because there's a lot of people like me who are like, that's a lot of work to do all at one time. And I don't want to do that. Maybe I only have five minutes and I'm looking for something to do. What can I do in five minutes? I need a five minute chore. I need a five minute chore. Or maybe I'm just going, I'm just trying to do something today that aligns with my goals of being cleaner and more organized. And I'm trying to move along this line. So here's what I do. I open the fridge and I will clean a shelf. Just one. Or a drawer. Just one. And I know initially it's going to feel like, oh, I should just do it all. Why? Why? Your whole fridge needed to be clean before you started. And now part of it is clean. You're still farther ahead than you were when you started. So it's not bad. You're still better than when you started. That's what progress looks like. It's not an all or nothing endeavor. It is not a start line and finish line thing. It is progress. It is moving along that line. And maybe you might go a shelf and then go, oh, you know what? I still have a few minutes left or I still have a little bit of energy or still a little bit of want left. And I'm going to do those little hangy baskety bin things that hang in the door of the fridge. Because I don't know about you, but those are easy to clean. Because they mine come right out really super easy. Like I just kind of lift and pull, and then they come right out. 
and then you just you know and they're and because they're not like ginormous they tend not to have like a ginormous amount of things in them so it's just quickly take the stuff out you know clean it out soap and water wash it rinse dry put stuff back in put it back in and you can do that and you can do that just whenever you can do it going I opened the fridge and the first thing I notice is that shelf looks really dirty so you can clean that shelf and then be done or you can go this week I am going to clean my fridge and then you can systematically starting from the top working your way to the bottom and then the door systematically do a little bit each day until by the end of the week your your fridge is clean or you can just do a squeaky wheel gets the oil method and go when I open my fridge does something look dirty that's the area I'm gonna clean and then I'm gonna walk away you can do that you can do that and nobody's gonna come after you and you're you're not doing it wrong <laughs> But I'll tell you something, you're going to feel good that that part of your fridge is clean. And especially if it's a part that you've been looking at for, say, two or three days or longer. And every time you open your fridge, you're like, that looks dirty, that looks dirty. Well, guess what? After you've cleaned that one part, every time you open your fridge, you're, not, you're going to be like, oh, that part's clean, that part's clean, that part's clean. And it might make you want to do more. Or it may make you go, okay, well, now that looks good enough that I'm not worried about the fridge now. And either of those scenarios is okay. We are not trying to wake up on Monday morning after being a total wreck on Sunday, going, I have no routines, my house looks like crap, I don't know how to do anything, and that's who we are on Sunday. And we are not trying to wake up on Monday going, and I have a laundry routine, and I'm cleaning my whole fridge, and I'm cleaning my whole oven, and I, my house looks great, and I'm making everything from scratch. That is unrealistic, and we need to stop that. We need to stop treating Monday like it's this magical transformation that somehow we have this fairy godmother that's going to come and bestow upon us a perfect amount of skills and a perfect amount of energy and a perfect way of doing everything when we didn't have that the day before. It's ridiculous. You can't, you know, go from not working out at all on Sunday to going, oh, and on Monday, I'm going to just run a 5K. No. And if you told any trainer that you were going to be doing that, they'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a great way to get hurt so that on Tuesday, what you're doing is you're in a split. And it's the same thing with our routines in our life, whether it's cleaning, a laundry routine, a supper routine, trying to incorporate more healthy food into our diet, trying to grow our own food, trying to learn to do some stuff from scratch, you know, changing over from maybe a, a, a very, you know, single use lifestyle to a multiple use lifestyle. Those things take time. Because even if you had the money to just do all that on one day, you don't have the energy. You don't. And if you do, you're on drugs. <laughs> And you should probably listen to a different podcast. Um, but yeah, like, so even if you had the money to go buy all the things for all the organizational things, 
and all of the routine things, you still need to have the skill to implement those tools because that's what they are. A bin is not going to make you organized. Let me break that for you right now. A bin, whether it's for your laundry room, your kids' room, your fridge, your office, your garage, your tool shed, is not going to make you organize. I don't care how pretty it is. I don't care how inexpensive it is. I don't care if Marie Kondo has her picture on the front of it. It's not going to make you more organized. It is a tool and that's it. And you, and just like a drill or a table saw or an electric toothbrush or a styling wand for your hair is a tool. If you don't know how to use the tool, it is just junk. That's all it is. Um, because they're just tools. And unless you know how to use them, they're not going to, you're going to be, and you're going to be disappointed. And you're going to be like, Joyce, you said if I got these clear bins, that this would help me. No, what I told you was I got the clear bins so that I could use them in this way because that's what helps me. And some of you may go, oh, you know what? That's resonating with me. I think those clear bins would also work for me because I see what she's saying about compartmentalizing the pieces and, you know, wiping them out if they get yucky. And some of you may have stopped at the towel thing going, oh, the towel, that's all I need is just the towel. Because of how things are happening in my fridge, a towel properly used is going to solve the problem. And just remember that though, that what we're talking about in all of these episodes as we are talking about tools and routines that have worked for me that I'm hoping will resonate for you but pieces may only resonate for you or here's what else may happen you may have heard me talk about the towels and the bins for the fridge and the cleaning the one shelf at a time and none of that's resonating for you however as you've been listening to me talking about the towels and the bins and the step-by-step -step cleaning of doing it one shelf at a time, your own idea percolates to the top and you have a, a moment of epiphany of going, okay, that's not going to work for me. But as she was talking, I thought of what would work for me. There you go. Then it's a success that because you need to do what works for you because what works for me may not work for you you may need to take you may need to go a step further like for example i hear something that that i think is amazing and i love the look of these things and i would never have them but they work so good for so many people. They're that thing. They're, it's, it's, it's another little organizational-y thing that you put in the fridge. And it has the cans for the pop. 
and the like sparkling water and you put it on and then you take a can and the next can rolls down yeah it wouldn't work for me because and here's why i don't buy my pop in cans so that wouldn't work for me and i don't drink that much pop so on the rare occasion that i drink pop wouldn't work for me because i buy it in a two liter bottle not in cans so even though that's a perfectly wonderful tool and i've literally seen People who have gone, okay, I've just saved so much room in my fridge by, instead of lining up the cans, they're like in this thing that rolls. And it's like literally like doubled the size of room that they have available because they're not lining their cans all up standing. But it wouldn't work for me. You know, what else wouldn't work for me? Um... Some people decant um, their milk into a different container. Um, yeah, that wouldn't work for me either. Because there's nothing wrong with, like, because I don't need, a, I'm not trying to solve a problem. Like, those people are going, oh, I need, we go through a lot of milk, and it needs to be easily accessible to all the people that are using the milk, and so we need this system. And so they have a problem that they're trying to solve. I wouldn't decant my milk because my milk's not a problem. We have, I have one container of milk and I'm the only one that uses it for my smoothies. Because um, the son that I have living at home uh, is lactose intolerant, so he doesn't use milk. So his dairy products are other dairy things that are lactose free. So he doesn't use milk. So the only person that's using that milk is me and so I buy one carton of it and it has a place and I'm the only one that's using it so it's not causing any problems and I find it easily accessible. So I don't need to decant my milk. Although when I had a house full of kids that might have been something that I would have gone hey that would have been really handy to have. Um, you know people who aren't thawing meat in the fridge probably don't need a bin to do that so even though I've got one that I'm putting my meat in the fridge so I'm not getting meat juices all over my shelf and dripping down onto other things if you're not de defrosting meat in your fridge you probably don't need one of those and that's what I'm saying so you have to think about how you use your fridge now think about how you'd like to use your fridge and think about the trouble spots you know, like, what are your trouble spots? Are you having troubles with vegetables going bad? Maybe you, maybe you need them not in a drawer at all. I've actually seen people use those bins and put the vegetables on the shelf so that they're right front and center. You know, maybe you're one of those people that you come home and you process all your vegetables, like you're cutting them up and you're putting them into containers so that they're grab and go snacks and you're meal prepping and you're, you know, all that. In which case these bins wouldn't make a difference because you, you come home and you wash your vegetables and you're putting them into other containers already. And so you don't need bins to have them loose. I'm just trying to tell you it worked for me because I really have a hard time with my fridge. I want it to be clean. I want to be able to use all the food I put in there because food is not cheap. And even if you're growing your own, you still grew it yourself so you don't want it to go to waste. And I want to be able to see stuff. I don't want to go, oh, I brought home, you know, three pounds of lemons and my son go, uh, we already have lemons in the fridge, mom. 
you know, I don't want to have three things of teriyaki sauce going on in the fridge or two containers of mayo. Um, and I don't want to feel like all I'm doing is cleaning my fridge or all I'm doing is feeling like I should need to clean my fridge. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be shamed every time I open it. So that's why I came up with these ideas. So kind of take a little bit of an inventory on how you use your fridge and how you'd like to. Um, another thing that I, I have up in the corner, because I arrange my shelves so that my top shelf on the right-hand side is not that, like there's not that much headspace on it because I put short stuff on there that I don't use very often. And I put them on, get this, a dollar store Lazy Susan. So you can spin it around. So you don't even need to be digging around to the back. You just give it a spin. And that was something I, when I first saw Honest to God, when I first saw it being, I, I saw it on a YouTube channel. And I was like, that's dumb. Why would you need a lazy, lazy season in your fridge? But then I watched, and as she's putting all the little things on, I was going, you know what? That would be amazing for that one spot in my fridge that stuff gets shoved to the back all the time and gets lost. Whereas if I could just put it on the Lazy Susan, I could give it a spin and just get what I need and I wouldn't have to be doing that awkward dig to the back. Here's another thing that I do. I have a tendency to wash the outside of my fridge more than I wash the inside of the fridge. Because for some reason, that's not a big, huge obstacle for me. You know, if I'm washing the counters or the stove, I just wash the fridge. And that's okay to do too. It's okay to wash the outside of your fridge and not wash the inside. It's fine. What I have found though is as I do this process where I'm going, oh, that shelf's looking a little grungy. Take the stuff off, wash the shelf, put it back. Well, then now that's taken off the most grungy shelf hierarchy and so now you know maybe a few days later or maybe the next week I'll be like oh well now this other shelf is looking dirty and do that I'm finding that by and large my fridge spends more time being clean than it did when I was doing the take everything out and clean it all at once because it's constantly having a little part of it being cleaned and I like that I like that it spends more time being clean than being dirty because that's what our goal is. You know, just like our homes, we want it to be clean more often than it's dirty. And that's why the process of doing a little bit every day. And that's kind of my mantra. I do a little bit of a little bit of things every day. Like I am not, um, about the only thing that I really do start to finish in a day is the laundry. Um, for one of two reasons. One, I love doing laundry. I don't know what gene I got that makes me love that, but I love it. Love it. Like I do laundry like as a relaxing pastime. The other thing is I have amazing laundry machines. I have the LG direct drive. I don't know what the model is, but anyways, it's the one without the, the agitator in the middle. It's got an impeller. I think they call it, but it's huge. Like I can put all of the bedding, I don't because I don't like the way, like, cause if you put a comforter and your sheet sets in the washing machine, they will all get washed and they will all get cleaned, 
Um, but I have a wrinkle issue, so I like to separate them. But anyways, but so I love doing laundry. So when I do laundry, it's a start to finish thing. Wash, dry, fold, and put away. But that's not the only thing. Everything else I do in pieces. I do my fridge in pieces. Um, you know, like, so like I'll do a shelf at a time. Then I'll maybe do the doors, maybe not even the whole door, maybe just a couple of the bins in the door. You know, then, you know, the front of the fridge gets washed. The top of the fridge, that's its whole chore. Like when I'm going to do the top of the fridge, that's all I do on the fridge. It's not like I'm going, but again, when I was growing up, this, what you did, you took everything out of the fridge, you cleaned the fridge and then you cleaned the outside and then you cleaned the top and you did it all. And you weren't done cleaning the fridge till all of that was done. And everything inside was still edible. There was nothing, no jars that were sticky because you wiped them all off. All the things were done. And I just find that a lot to do. And I usually don't have the time and or patience to sit through that whole task. So I like to break it up. So there'll be times when I will just clean off the top of the fridge. Now, I would recommend if your fridge is your nemesis, like it is mine, that you do not pile anything on top of your fridge. And should you put anything on the top of your ugh, fridge, get a square or more, more like a rectangle because the top of the fridge is a rectangle. Get a rectangle basket of whatever color or style fits your decor and that you put anything on top of the fridge that you want to go up there in that basket. So that as you walk by the fridge, you see your fridge with a basket on top. And that's it. And you can maybe see some stuff poking out of the top, but it's just the basket for two reasons. First of all, it'll look neater. Second of all, you'll probably not put as much stuff in that basket as you think you will because you have to put it in the basket. Third of all, when it comes time to cleaning off the top of the fridge, all you will have to do is take the basket off the fridge, wipe the top of the fridge, and then sort out anything in the basket and then put the basket back on top. So it makes the job easier as well. Um, when it comes to the freezer section, we'll just touch on that really quickly. The bins, the clear bins that I was telling you about from Dollarama, they're also freezer bins. So you can use the same bins. So um, I have not done it yet because I haven't cleaned up my freezer. Because if you thought I was bad at the fridge, the freezer is even worse. But what I plan to do is I plan to, um, because I have one of those um, bottom freezers on my fridge, so I have to pull it out and then it, it's got two drawers. Um, so what I plan to do is I plan to get bins so that they all strategically fit top and bottom, like puzzle pieces. And I'm going to assign each bin a category. So like popsicles will be in one bin. Um, vegetable, frozen vegetables will be in another. Frozen potatoy stuff will be in another. Um, frozen pizza dough, because I like to freeze my pizza dough. So if I make pizza dough, I, I make a batch of it. And, and you can freeze the dough. I don't know if you knew this, but you can freeze the pizza dough. And then you just kind of thaw it on your counter and then roll it out and make pizza. So, and then pizza dough. And then like, so that when I'm opening the freezer... I am not doing that big dig all over the freezer. I'm going, okay, well, I'm looking for a frozen vegetable. Or fr so I'm looking in one section. 
And so that is my plan for my freezer and ho hopefully it will all go well. And, and I'm hoping to do something similar with my, with my deep freeze, um, to make it more organized as well, because it's a little bit hard to manage right now. Ideally one day, I want one of those stand up freezers where it's like, so instead of a chest freezer where you lift the lid up, it's like a door one that you like swing open and they have bins and there's one at Costco and I'm coveting it because I think there's seven different bins. So you can have seven different categories of stuff. So you could put like all your beef in one, all your chicken in another, all your sausages in another, all your frozen vegetables in one frozen, fr you know what I mean? So you're not, and then there's door space too. Like it's just like whoever like came up with that one, Nobel prize. Um, so I'm eventually going to, you know, save up and get that because not only does it have a better footprint for where I put my freezer, but it will work better for how I need to use a freezer, um, which is ultimately what needs to happen because it just needs to work for me and how I need to use it. And I think that this will do it. So and then I'll move the chest freezer out to the farm because then we can have a freezer for like meat and then one for vegetables and stuff like that because uh, my son plans on, my oldest son plans on doing some hunting so he can, you know, put a deer in the fridge or in the freezer. So I hope that has given you some ideas, um, has given you some pointers, has led you in a way that you can come up with your own ideas on what is going to work for your fridge and freezer so that you can feel like it's a little more organized, stuff's not getting lost, stuff's not getting rotted, and it's a little bit cleaner so that you, like me, can move along on the progression of having a cleaner fridge. because And eventually, it will be clean most of the time. And maybe eventually maybe eventually it will be clean all the time. But we are going through for progress over perfection. We're letting go of that having to be perfect by tomorrow mentality and going for progress. And every day that we're making progress is good. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Like always on the Mama Mentor Podcast, take what works for you and toss the rest because life is too short to be told what to do. I hope you have a wonderful week. Love you tons. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.